We're talking hockey. Rodney and Rob are talking hockey. Playoff edition talking hockey. The king is coming. Hello and welcome to That's Hockey Talk. I am your host at Nick Moraldo. It's a beautiful night for talking hockey on the internet. And that incredible sounding voice you just heard was even a little bit more than normal. Yeah. Even a little more juice than normal for the playoffs is our pal of the pals under with little brother friend at Bubba Gumpino. Gumps, how you doing, dude? All is well, my friend. The Bruins stink. Uh, absolute nightmare performance again from them. I have no clue what is happening. Joining us, as always, is our resident Game 7 goal-scoring hero, our Stanley Cup champion, Mike Rupper. Rupp, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, boys. I got I got Boston, Carolina over here. Well, we got some volume on that. We got Toronto, Tampa over here. So we got the whole watch-along going, man. This is going to be good, and we got a great guest. So we're all I'm set. I'm also – I've got the Leafs game on as well with the Lightning. Uh, and let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it because the guest we have tonight is a man you don't want to keep waiting. He is the king in the castle, so to speak. He is a Ranger legend in a Game 7 stud. He holds the record for most wins by a European-born goaltender in the NHL. He's a Vezina Trophy winner, an Olympic gold medalist, and for sure, future Hall of Famer, ladies and gentlemen, King Henry, Henrik Lundqvist. Hank, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to see you guys. Yeah, look at those! Look at the buckets back there. Are those all? Are those all yours? Are they a collection from other tenders or what? No, no, they're mine. I'm in my office right now, so I try to keep at least one mask from, from each year. So there's probably twenty five, thirty masks in here. Well, I had probably saved two or three per year actually, and then a couple oh. for charity. But nice little collection. It's a nice collection. Hey, thanks for coming on, Hanky. I know you're busy, man. You got a lot of things going on, um, but it's like the perfect timing, right? So it's always a great time to have you. Maybe, you know, down the road, just so all the viewers right now, down the road, we'll see if we can get Hanky back on here, talk about his career, because it, 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 we could be on here for a while with you, right? Like such a great <laughs> career. But we just wanted to touch on a couple things real quick. Um, that's kind of going on. We're going to talk playoffs, New York Rangers. But first thing I want to do is you had Jersey retirement uh, a couple months ago. I mean, you were talking original six team. It's a, I mean, getting your jersey retired by any franchise is is an honor, but original six is, seems like it's just a little bit more. Can you take us through that night, man? Can you still believe it? Is it is it nuts or what? It was surreal. The whole week, especially the Friday, obviously. And, and to me, uh, it was just unbelievable to have all my friends, family there. I think we had 120, 130 people in the stands and – it was a week of celebration and it started Wednesday and Thursday, a big sermon on Friday and a huge party on Saturday. So it was a, it was a big week. Uh, but the Rangers, oh my, I mean, they did everything first class, the way they took care of my family and friends and myself and the ceremony itself was so well done and, and I couldn't be happier or more grateful for, for that experience. It, it was unbelievable. And even even if uh, we're talking about original six franchise, like the hockey team itself, first class organization, Rangers, but like even to the degree, Hanky, like we can get in that a little bit here. But you've got uh, your musical background. I mean, you're talking the most famous arena in the world, and you're that's where your jersey is. It's not like it's in, you know, it's not <laughs> like it's in some random arena like MSG. Is that like how cool is that? I I love that building. You know, I, I spent 15 years there, and, and every time you walked in there, it was so exciting. You felt the pressure, and you had to deliver. You know, they're, they're honest fans. If you work hard and give it all, 
maybe you don't always have success, but they, they, I think appreciate that. But now when I walk in, I think more about memories and friendships and everything I got to experience over 15 years. And, uh, I remember the first, uh, first time I was in there after the banner was up, I think it was a John Mary concert and I had some friends there as well. We looked up, it was a pretty cool feeling to know that it's going to hang there now for a while such a unique building but um i just love it since day one walking in, into that place yeah. been very special to me yeah i mean you you talk about pressure um and uh we think it playoff time right now i think back in you were like it, everyone calls justin williams mr game seven but you gotta be right there you might be miss. you might be you know <laughs> Uh, you, you're right there for that argument, right? So I think your record was, you can correct me if I'm wrong, six and one in game sevens, like Jeez. a nine, six. What were we talking about before, Nick? It was like, like nine, six, five or something yeah. or nine, something seven. absurd. Yeah. Something crazy. <laughs> what, like, what was it about game sevens? Clearly it's game seven elimination game. It's huge. But like, how did that always just bring the best out of you? Well, first off, I don't think it was just me. It was the team. Uh, I won a, a lot of teams that it was a grind for us in the playoffs. We had a lot of series going to game seven and everybody was ready to show up. And for a goalie, you, obviously you need everybody in front of you to to have success. So it was definitely teamwork. Uh, but personally, going into game seven, when everything is on the line, kind of when you play international games as well, Olympics, World Championships, it's kind of the same thing when it's do or die. And, and and you really feel alive in those moments. You try to just control your emotions and, and your focus. And, and uh, I just enjoyed it. And I, I definitely saw it as, as an opportunity and not as a pressured situation to try to win a game seven. It was more a positive thing to, to get that yeah. experience like, and that opportunity. It's You know what? I, I've always kind of thought that same thing. It's like you could look at game sevens one of two ways. You could say, oh, man, like, there's a lot at stake here, right? You could look at it that way, or you could look at it like there's a lot, there's a lot to gain here. Like this is the, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, they, it, it, I, and I always found that like there's a completely different path to it. And we've played with guys. I'm sure you've seen guys on other teams. It's like some guys in game sevens, everybody loves it, wants to be a part of it. Not everybody like wants the puck on their stick. Like it's like <laughs> you, 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 you don't, you know. So you gotta have, you gotta be a special breed to grab it. But it was that a, like a, a mindset where you're just like, hey man, we got a lot to gain here. Um, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I try to put myself in a position where I didn't put too much pressure on myself, try to enjoy it, but really be in the moment. Uh, that's what it came down to. I, I think the more pressure, sometimes you start looking for things to do, distract yourself a little bit, but, um, I don't know. I had my routine. You know me, Rapper. I had my routine. It didn't change if it was preseason or regular season or playoffs. I did the same thing every game for probably 20 years. Yeah, the juggling. juggling. Well, <laughs> I was a master juggler. Yeah. What time I did certain things. Everything happened after a schedule. So I, I felt uh, pretty comfortable, you know. Uh, didn't really matter what, what type of game it was, but Obviously, the adrenaline and the emotion was very different going into those games. Henrik, I have another question along that same lines, along the psychological kind of mindset uh, lines. Um, so you you obviously played goaltender, which uh, is a position that has been characterized over the years by a lot of folks who are a little more reserved, maybe a little more uh, loner types, kind of stick to themselves. But you kind of uh, 
put the position on the map, so to speak. You were in New York. You were always out and about. You had incredible, incredible suits. You're on GQ wearing the <laughs> fancy suits. Your hair looks amazing. What was it Hell about yeah. the goaltender position that that you wanted to play and that you were attracted to? Because, Lay, look, you're one of the you're incredibly handsome. You're wearing that big mask oh, covering up you. the face. What's what, 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 what was going on there? What was the thought process? Well, uh, I don't know. If, if you want to be a goalie, obviously, uh, you want to be a factor in the game. If, if you don't feel comfortable with that, I think the position is not for you because it is a lot of pressure and a huge part of having success is the, the mindset and dealing with your emotions and pressure and all that. Um, but, you know, I, I remember before I moved to New York, a lot of players that played in the league, they came back to Sweden over the summer. We trained and they said, New York will fit you perfectly, Hank. They knew my personality and, and um, uh, you know, I wasn't sure exactly what they talked about, but... <laughs> Um, coming to New York, I, I, it fit me perfectly to your point. I like to do different things and, um, I'm very intense, uh, when it comes to the game and preparation. So I need outlets where I can do other things and focus on other yeah. things. Otherwise it becomes too much for me. Yeah. You know what, hey, fellas, I, when we played together, we, uh, MSG was getting remodeled and we had to go over like the premier games and we see that you know, each season for a while there where you're having games in, in Europe and ours was, I mean, remember Hanky, we covered like six countries or something crazy that one year. And uh, so we were in Sweden and like, obviously I know, I know Hanky is, is a big deal. And I figured he'd be a big deal back in Sweden. Uh, but I didn't realize not just in Sweden, but in, we were in Slovakia and we were in Switzerland and we were kind of bouncing all over the place. And it's like, this guy's like a goddamn beetle over there. Like literally, <laughs> like, like we'd be over there, we'd be over there, guys. And it wasn't just like it, 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 I don't even know how to explain it. it. It was equivalent because this is what I saw when I was when I was in Pittsburgh. When you go on the the Canadian swing out west with Sid, it, it was the same yeah. thing. It was like you're the you. It, it felt like you're the Beatles, and you know we all look like security walking around, and, and that's the star. <laughs> but that was the same thing with you, Hanky, and like I, I mean in. Like, how good does it feel to be, you know, I remember we were playing in, in, uh, in Sweden and, uh, I always, I always, I mentioned this and I, I just found it really cool because, uh, Gumps here is a big, big soccer fan. Right. And, uh, I thought that the feeling over there in Europe had like a lot of a soccer feel as far as the fans. And they used to always sit there uh, in the games we played in Sweden. What would they say to you? They'd be chanting something to Hanky. <laughs> Hanky's like always, Hanky's always dialed in, right? They'd say something to him, and all of a sudden he'd do like a bunny hop in the net, and they'd go, ah! they start going nuts. I'm like, so what, what, what was that? Is that a normal thing that you always had to do over there or what? Yeah, they want you to wave. They want you to jump. And, and at first it was kind of between whistles, but after a few years it was during the game. And if you didn't do it, they kind like of like the play was at the other end. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They want me to jump, and and uh, if you didn't do it, they started yelling that I had to wake up. You know, and they thought I was asleep. So <laughs> I I kind of knew what was coming when we went over with the Rangers. And but to your point with soccer, you know the the, the atmosphere is a lot of drums, flags, and you usually have one section that are yeah, it's pretty pretty intense. And then the the rest of the arena kind of gets going once in a while. So it's a little bit different when you play in the NHL where you have more of the, the entire arena or nothing. But over there, you have this section that just goes for 60 minutes, singing, drumming, whatever. 
Hank, I got to go back to the fashion here. Possibly the best dressed man of all time in the NHL. <laughs> was that something you picked up when you got to the league or were you big into fashion growing up as well? Uh, definitely not growing up. Uh, I think maybe when I started making my own money, I started to buy more clothes. Uh, I definitely had an interest for it between you know 18 and 22, 23 before I moved to New York. Uh, but looking at old photos, oh my, I was all over the place with different styles, haircuts. <laughs> it was a disaster, but I guess that's part of growing up and kind of find yourself and what, what you like and what you don't like. Uh, but no, it, it was there before I moved here. And obviously New York is a perfect place for for a lot of interests. And, and, and fashion is one of them where what I love about New York is however you want to dress, however you want to, who you want to be. You just blend, you blend in, and it's it's so comfortable. Uh, you don't have to be a certain way, and uh, it's very refreshing that way. So once so once you're called uh, once you're called the fucking king of New York, you didn't feel like you had to dress <laughs> yeah. to the higher higher level. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe like if I'm sitting there and they start calling you the king, I'm like, I might have to put my uh, I might have to put my joggers away for a little bit. <laughs> no. You know, it didn't change. I, I, I loved suits, even in Sweden, I remember. And back there, we took the bus to a lot of road games. And, and a lot of my buddies back home, we would joke about it. But I was probably the only guy in a suit going on the bus for four hours. <laughs> uh, but, you know, all the other guys had track suits or whatever. I just felt like going to a game, it was like part of the routine to get ready and and um i'm sure that my suit collection has improved over the years but uh, <laughs> it, it's been uh, it's been kind of part of my routine getting ready for for a battle in a way what what about uh music hank we saw obviously at your retirement ceremony the rangers gifted you that incredible guitar it looks like a work of art um and i didn't know up oh. until then that you were so Oh, 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 you're gonna show us? Play the hits, right? That's sick, man. That's sick. That's awesome. Beautiful. Dude. Oh, like what? That. Hey, Hanky, I don't know nothing about music. Don't let this fool you back here. <laughs> what is the? Um, <laughs> what is it like? What? What kind of guitar? Like, what is? Uh, is there any kind of statistic or uh, like? What, what no, can you give so us on it? What's cool about that guitar? It's made in Gothenburg, um, in Sweden. Oh it's yeah, Hog, Hogstrom. I have uh, two already. Um, similar. And that's style. where you're. That's but, where you're from. Yeah. Well, I didn't grow up there, yeah. but I, that's where I go back every summer. I spent probably the last twenty years there every summer, and um, yeah, for Landa, the team I play for, it's in Gothenburg. So cool story that they got that guitar, and it was Dave Art, the guy that paints all my masks for masks. 20 plus years he was the guy that painted the guitar so um no i i, I like music a little bit you know and it it's back to you know doing different things and kind of get your mind off of the game or a stressful day uh, it's nice to play a little bit and, um i'm not very good but i enjoy it uh, I, I saw a video or two you, you look pretty good to me <laughs> <laughs> well that's the beauty of you know playing guitar you, you don't have to be great to to enjoy it you know and, and to be in a group is even better to go in a studio or something you can, i can be in there for four or five hours and time just flies you're, you're bouncing around for the viewers they don't know i mean well you and john McEnroe have been bouncing around together a little bit seems like you're popping up all over the place uh what was it you just did something in the last month or two who were you on with 
so yeah so i did the first was a rock show with dirty honey uh dirty honey yeah yeah they played i think winter classic uh so i know yeah. mark the singer we, we played a few times just acoustic a couple of charity events so he invited me to come on with the band when they were at webster hall here in new york city and then a couple of weeks later uh, i got an invite to play with josh groban at radio city so that, that was pretty wow. cool too we had a little sit down and that it was a little slower song but it still i could check that box play the radio city that, that's that was a great experience I, that's- yeah it's unbelievable, right? Like they, you know, just living it up in New York City. While you're talking, your fellow uh, Swede, Victor Hedman, just a little update here, just got a big goal to put uh, put Tampa up. So in these playoffs here, Hanky, um, last night you worked you worked the MSG side of it, right? Last night, yeah, oh yeah, last that was night, a long one. Triple OT. Both, both of you guys were there. Yeah, I was, in, I was on the Pittsburgh side doing it in studio. So um, I, I just want to ask you before we even talk about this year's Rangers team, like, you know, I know you and I played in a triple overtime game together uh, that, uh, that one time in, in Washington, I think, was in the second yeah. round. Um, have you had any more long ones like that? Can you take us through, like, what you go through and, and things you got to do to manage it? Yeah, I think obviously drinking and eating uh, after the third and fourth and fifth period is so important so you don't cramp. But there's been a lot of those times when you start getting to fourth, fifth period, you start cramping, uh, especially when you sweat a lot. And it, uh, But luckily, part of my routine when I was playing, I was drinking a lot always. Uh, but one issue I always had was the equipment got so heavy because it was so wet. And, and on the ice, you didn't feel a ton of it, but walking off the ice it felt like it was 40 50 pounds it, it was crazy how much water and sweat was in the pants and the upper body jersey everything um but yeah i, I think uh did you, have, guys, did you have spare sets did you switch it out like what'd you do uh no you just try to put them on the drive for a little bit um and and over the years i start to take off more like the upper body obviously the gloves are always dry but uh skates was an issue for me for many years like it was i was walking it was like water coming out of the skates oh. when i was walking <laughs> so the worst feeling start, we started dr- drilling holes in them just so everything would come out in the bottom right um so we had to come up with a few ideas just to to make it better but it, i mean it, it you know it was the physical aspect of playing four or five and like last night six periods it's uh it, it's challenging no question uh, what you know with that this Rangers team, um, just even in that game last night, uh, one of the big things uh, Rangers came out in that one and absolutely dominated that first period. Flying. I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here watching this, thinking to myself. I remember Colby Armstrong and I were doing it in studio in Pittsburgh, and we were like, "Pens are dead, man. These guys aren't. They, yeah. they, 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 the Rangers have owned them all year. This first period is pretty substantial, and then and then things kind of started changing and in the game and. Um, there was that call, and I want to know you, what, you, what you think about it. I mean, uh, you know, I, I thought it should have been a goal. I, I really do think it should have been a goal. Um, what were you on that from a goalie standpoint? Like, if you're Casey DeSmith and that controversial kind of call there, I mean, like, what what is what's going through your mind? What do you see on that replay? Yeah, obviously, as a goalie, it's never a good feeling when you feel the player come in and clip your head like that. Um, and watching it. Um, and we talked about this on air. I, I feel like it's really a 50-50 call because there's no question it's a lot of contact, but you also see a, a light push in the back yeah. of Coppa when it when he cuts in. 
So the question is not, was it contact? Yes, of course. But how much did he actually push Kapu into the goalie? And it was just hard to decide yes or no. I was kind of, as a goalie, yeah, I don't like those goals when it happened. But at the same time, I thought that Kapu had a good angle coming in. And then after the push, he kind of got a little too close. But um, no, that was a that was a tough one. There was no right or wrong in that in that play. I think. Yeah, but what's uh, in that during that course of that game, Rangers side? I mean, we talk about the craziness that happens there. There was Casey DeSmith leaving. Uh, you talked oh. about you know staying hydrated. I don't. I, we haven't really gotten a full grasp. I mean, some people are saying it's it's cramping. I, I don't know if it's cramping or if it, there's something that got tweaked there. But Louis Domingue comes in, so that's gonna that's gonna take most of the storyline. <laughs> But yeah, when you look he didn't on, drink enough pickle juice, everybody said. No. I, th- I think it, I think it's more than a cramp. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I, I can't imagine. Like, I don't know. How's it? Like, I, we've seen guys. I've seen guys all the time. I never really had it happen to me. Uh, but cramping. Have you had that? Like, oh, can, is that oh, something yeah. that can take you right out of the game? I've had it a lot, but it would never take me out of the game ever. And it was even oh, yeah. games <laughs> where it, it it was hurting every time I went down, but it's like nobody's taking you, me yeah. out. You just, yeah, no. You just have to no. go to the bench and get extra salt, extra sugar, whatever you can get on the bench. So we talked about this a little bit uh, on air yesterday. I, I was just so impressed by Domingue to come in like that and the way he played. Crazy, Unbelievable. Right? With the pressure, sec. I, I felt bad. I was sitting. It's like no way. This is not happening. Second overtime, you have to go in. You've been sitting there for what four hours, uh, and he comes in and just and he was so cool about it after the game. Thought, yeah, it's just like practice. And I'm like, we're not the same. <laughs> to me, going in like that, I, I hated it. It was the worst because I was so out of it mentally uh, when I didn't play. Obviously, playoffs is a lot different, but. Uh, to come in like that and 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 do the job, um, that, that that was impressive. Yeah, uh, I, I got a follow up for that one actually, yeah. uh, Hank. There was a lot made today of uh, when Deming came in. A couple people criticized uh, some of the Rangers players for throwing a couple quick pucks at the net and uh, almost giving him a warm up, so to speak. And I was yeah. kind of torn on it. So I wanted to get your perspective as a goalie. It's like. Do, do you want to be tested right away like that, or would you, or would it be more difficult if they kind of passed around and kind of made you move a little bit to, to try and get in there? It definitely helps to touch the puck, and it was two floaters early on, first ten yeah. seconds. You had two shots, yeah. and you're in it. There's no question about it. So right here, right here that, too, right? Yeah, Boom, right yeah. in the chest. Yeah. Uh, and after that, he made some big stops, but it definitely yeah. helps, and even starting a game. Uh, you know, to get a couple early shots, we're just feeling the pocket. It, it makes a big difference. So sometimes when you play teams that shoot a lot and you just expect the shot all the time, you prefer that than teams that hold on to it. Even when they can shoot, they don't shoot because they can make you start thinking a little bit as a goalie. Can I challenge them or are they always passing? So uh, sometimes it's easier to face a lot of shots and, and you don't have to really think. It's just, it's happening. You can expect it to happen. Uh, Hanky, so those guys that we just talked about with the goaltenders, those crazy stories on one side. The other side, I think a lot of people are forgetting about Shesterkin had oh. the second most saves ever in a playoff game. What was it, 79? So that five-overtime game in a few years back with Columbus and Tampa where Corpusalo had, uh, what was he, 80-something? Um, 85, I, mean, I think. It yeah. is incredible what Igor did last night. 
what he's done all year. So it's just a natural. My last question for you. Give us your, your breakdown. What does this guy do good? What are you impressed at? I mean, this is the king. Uh, like, like, tell us what. Uh, tell us. Tell us what the the, the heir to the throne is uh, is dealing with right now. Well, I watch him play, and obviously the technique is there. There's no question. He's very good on his knees. He's always in balance, which helps him be ready for second and third play. And I think against Pittsburgh, for example, that goes across a lot. That's a big part of it to to get to those pucks in control, um, and his consistency this year has been unbelievable. You you rarely see him make mistakes. Mentally, he seems to be in the right place, and he just analyzed the game really well, so he knows when to attack the shooter and when to stay back. And then, to your point, with so much workload yesterday, his stance and it's something we talked about on air as well during the year that. He's pretty up high, which makes him more relaxed. And his timing is very good when he reads shot. If they're goalies that are very low, they can only go down. They want to react as soon as the puck comes in. And um, with Igor, he's so up high that um, his patience is very good. And so he reads every situation really well. And uh, I think that combination of his consistency, the, the mental aspect and the technique, it's, it's just uh, it's unbelievable. So I never even thought about that. So you're saying that if you're a goaltender that naturally has a little bit of a deeper sit or you're sitting back in your stance a little bit more, I mean, it's common sense. And for six periods of hockey, you're going to be burnt or burned out a lot oh. more than a guy that's standing upright, right? Like that's the real thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes a big difference, your stance. And I remember also a lot of times coming back, if you haven't played a couple of times, you crunched more because you competed more. And sometimes that works against you because you – you competed too much. I, I also yeah. wanted to play. Um, I think my stance for the most part looked like eager, so a little bit almost straight legs and upright. And then before the shot came, that's when you crunch down and kind of got ready. And it saves a lot of energy. Um, but also, I think it gives you an opportunity to be more patient. Uh, so he does that really well. What do you guys got? You guys got anything else for Hanky or? Uh, Hank, I was curious. I know you played with Rupper a little bit in New York, um, and we talked to Marc-Andre Fleury, and I asked him a similar question when he was teammates with Rupper. Um, whenever you guys would in, in practice, whatever, like, Rupper would come down for a shootout, was that just like you just felt like you could just, all right, I'll, I'll take this one <laughs> off. You could just catch a breather here. <laughs> no, but Rupper had a good wrister. I remember that. I mean, look at the guy. He's a strong man, and some guys were quick, but roughly, I felt like you just had so much power in everything in, in your shots. So as a goalie, you have to respect that, right? Uh, I don't right. think you would come down and do the Forsberg on me. It was more come down and just <laughs> try to beat me fair and square with with a hard shot. So, uh, but we we had some great times together, Rupper. I, I really appreciate those, those years and games we had. You were an awesome teammate. Oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. And uh, uh, Rupert, if, if we could, uh, we have one more question here from Hank, and this is actually from a listener, Hank, if you would be so kind. Okay. Uh, hey, what's going on, Henry? I'm good. How you doing? Good. Rupert is strong like bull. I was listening to you there talking about <laughs> strong like bull. Um, yeah. Quick question. Uh, not really a question, more so a statement. You look unbelievable. 
Okay. Oh. Like, no, you look super healthy. Uh, teeth look <laughs> great. You. You're playing at fucking Radio City Music Hall and all that stuff like that with the honeydew and everything like that. The uh, can you not just grab one of those masks right behind you and go play for the fucking pens right now? We got. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Uh they they don't they don't need me. They what? Need me. <laughs> Look at them. They're just uh, starting the third guy now, and he shut the door. So, um, you know what? We, we've been talking a little bit about the series here. What a great game that was, though, last night. The back yeah. and forth. And Rafa, you talked about the first period. Unbelievable. But the way Pittsburgh came back in the second period, uh, that was also impressive, how they just overwhelmed the Rangers. It, it was great to watch. It, it was a long game, but it was a lot of fun. How much How much would they have to pay you, though, to do something like that? Is, that <laughs> <laughs> Is there any NIL deals we can potentially work to? I, I wish I could tell you, but uh, not a lot. <laughs> can you still play or no do you ever do you do you play like deck or ball hockey or anything like that or do you still see no, it or what, I, what did you lose why did you have to stop you did you get i might be ignorant here did you stop seeing the puck as good as you used to did the body not hang on like what is the what was no, it? It, it it was health it was health i had my heart surgery about 14 months ago and uh i was about to come back and, and then i caught some inflammation around my heart and I tried to come back again a few months later. It just didn't work out. So I'm still actually dealing with it a little bit. It's been over a year. And uh, so, no, I'm not skating anything. I'm not really moving around at all. Uh, so, but it's, it's moving in the right direction. Hey, well, that's uh, good news. I'll, yeah, uh, I'll, all good. I'll, I'll chime in here with this. Uh, Pat is a diehard, just as well as Nick, Penns fan. So, um, you know, the, you, Pat Hanky was going to try to play for the Capitals when he had this health issue. He would have. So you're being nice to him right now. You would hate this guy yeah. if he ended up <laughs> playing against the Pens and beat the Pens. So that's the that was his his kind of last team. He ended up not playing a game because of because yeah. of that, that that health scare there. But uh, hey, man, we're just happy you're healthy and, and all good now. And, yeah. and I don't know what you Thank guys you. think. We may need. I know we've had a lot of handsome, uh, handsome Hank talk in this in this one. But I mean, if we got to have a power rankings list as far as most attractive guests, uh, Hanky, <laughs> Hanky's got like Hanky. Where's it? Hanky, John Ham, and Marcus Foligno. That is that what you're thinking or what? Who's that other goalie? Who's that other goalie that looked like he was? Uh, he had all the he had the lighting on all of his helmets. Uh, oh, Marty, oh, Marty, Marty, oh, Marty Baron. That he was, had good that lighting was, on. He had good lighting on. Uh, he, he looked mm. fantastic as well. You goalies, mm. interesting. Interesting <laughs> perspectives coming from you guys. Honestly, it's such yeah. an isolated position. you got to be like super deep thinkers, I think. Yeah, I think there's a lot of internal going on. A lot of analyzing and, and uh, some of us maybe more normal than others. But <laughs> I, guess, I guess what we do forms us a little bit, shapes us the way I we guess, act. Did I miss it? Did you guys ask about Louis Domingue being the greatest uh, backup goalie of all time sitting for five yeah. hours? Yeah, he talked about how hard it was coming in cold, not facing any warm-up shots. Or, and mentally, Hank said he couldn't do it because of the preparation he liked to go through. Oh, I Hank, mean, you it, could do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're the man. Uh, it, it, was, it was incredible. He, he did fantastic. So it, it'll be interesting to see. Is he starting tomorrow, by the way? Yes. You have the I, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. You are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, appreciate you, man. You were awesome on here, Henry. Thank, thank you. See you guys. We'll see you, buddy.
Yeah. Well, hey, um, the other side note, too, is uh, you guys saw it, I'm sure, from the MSG side. Willie Deming mentioning that he had that um, spicy pork and, and broccoli. Do you see that that he <laughs> yeah, had before yeah, the one yeah, overtime? Yeah. That blows oh, yeah. my mind that the guy can go out there and play after that. But, hey, listen, buddy, really appreciate you and sticking around here a little bit longer. Um, yeah, no problem. You know, no problem. We'll catch you on TV and all the, your endeavors, man. We see you on – I saw you on Good Morning New York or whatever it was called the other day. Like, you're, you're all over the place. So uh, keep it up and uh, – uh, just having fun, around. man. It's all, yeah. it's Enjoy it. Now. Enjoy having life, fun. bud. Yeah. You deserve it. You deserve I it. I will. Thanks, Robert. I see you guys around. All right. We'll see you, buddy. Thank you, Hank. See ya. What king. an absolute legend. Absolute yeah. king. Do you think you get sick of being told that he's good looking or what? Yes. No, nah, that can't get old. Yes. No, right. Like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, I mean, <laughs> that's, not something, that's not something I hear every day. So it's like, if you heard it all the time, are you like, all right, cool. I, I'm, he, I'm sure he, he was sick the, of men telling him that he's good looking. He was, the first, <laughs> he was the first player I remember in the NHL. Like, they always follow NBA players in for games. Mm. He was the first player I remember in the NHL that they followed every game when he was walking in. Yeah, he here's the thing with him too that's funny, and and I would love uh, <clears throat> probably have to wait till next season, but we'll get him in and do like a long, more in depth interview with him. But um, there, there's so many stories, funny stories with this guy too. Like this guy would, for that purpose that you're mentioning there, Gumps, he was so well dressed. I remember we would have team functions that you'd go to, right? Um, and say it's we're going to go. We're gonna go bowling with some fans and some kids and whatever. And then you ask, "What's the dress code? What do you What do you want us to wear?" Ah, just casual. Just go casual. Maybe a jeans, collared shirt. All right, cool. So we all go there, and we all want to be on the same page. Hank comes in in a three piece suit, like makes us all look oh, like yeah. crap. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's all like relative. That, but that's what he's saying. Like that, he'd love to be that. It wasn't fake. It wasn't. He's coming in there for games. Like, look at me. I'm gonna, you know, dress like this. Like that guy. Literally, if it was, if we got in at four, or, you know, three in the morning, we had to be back at the rink at nine in the morning. He's coming in. He's he's dressed to the nines. Dressed to the nines. It's like he's a. It's like he's a. It's a movie. It's like a. In a movie, he's like a, almost like a superhero, right? But then he, it's just it's crazy the way the guy just goes about his business, and he's he's dialed in all the time. It was yeah, such I a remember, perfect uh, fit too, the way he said it, New York, right? Like think think yeah. about think about if he gets drafted in Buffalo or he's showing up <laughs> with that shit on. You know what I mean? Like it's just such a perfect fit. Well, he yeah, was a, he is. was a later round pick too, wasn't he, Rupper? I mean, yeah, he was not a high pick, I don't believe. No. Um, but I do remember him and Marty Brodeur were the guys growing up as a fan of the Penguins who I always thought, uh, oh, boy, this is going to suck. Like, you know, you're in for a night watching a game, having to go against those two guys. And it yeah. was like, oh, we finally it was at the tail end of Marty's career that uh, Hank was coming up. So it was like, OK, we finally get one guy out of here. And now we got to deal with this animal over there on the other side of New York. Um Absolutely surreal career, and we're we're gonna chat with uh, Hank again soon. Uh, we know since we teased that earlier in the year, you know, you had been uh, mentioning that a couple times. We we're gonna get that done. We wanted to chat with him a little bit at least during these playoffs, and then I think uh, later on we'll probably do a little more sit down in depth and kind of dig in the weeds of his his career a little bit because I'm sure he's got some incredible incredible stories. I we didn't even get a chance to ask him about torts and. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all, all like some some of the classic, more iconic moments of him as a ranger. Um, him him throwing the net over in Pittsburgh. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. He he's he was fiery. He would he would uh he seems very you know I was gonna say you could never tell from afar. I, oh my gosh, like he would sit there after games, he wouldn't like do anything in front of you. I mean, you could see him getting mad and stuff like that. He would go off into the bathroom and you just hear stuff get shit getting smashed, just breaking paper towel dispensers, just throwing shit. He he was like, and he would do that if we if we won and uh, say we won four to four to two and it was four one in the last minute of the game, he let like one in that he thought he should have had. That dude yeah. was going in the bathroom, he's smashing shit. He was a fierce competitor. I've always say I've been very, very fortunate. I've had Marty Berdor, Hank, Mark Andre Fleury. Like you're talking three of the best goalies of all time. Like those three might be top. All that might they're all top ten in my opinion. Yes, uh, easily. But yeah. yeah, so you, you you take that and and they're so different, so different. You know, you can't flowers, teach like, that rupper. You can't teach that. You can't teach what no. those guys have. No, they all had their own way of going about it, and it was completely different from the other, but they're all successful. And Hanky was like, this guy was fierce in the way he competed, man. I loved it. Um, hey, we just saw fucking Corey Perry, there. Corey Perry, fucking lad of the lads, Corey Perry just fucking roofed one. <laughs> so what do we what do we got right now? We're watching along. We got a two-nothing lead for Tampa Bay in Toronto after lightning. that abysmal start for the lightning in game one. It. It seems like they're bouncing back strong. Uh, I, I, I've had it on, but I haven't been paying super close attention. Uh, have the Leafs been in this game, or has this been all Tampa? I no, seen Toronto's been Toronto's been doing all right. They just haven't been able to score yet. So, but you you knew this that this Bruins was- team stinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why well, why you know, not Sway? Why not Swayman tonight? I don't get it. I know he's been bad, but you have to try it. Well, you I think it'll to. probably. They probably have to do it now if they lose this. But one he's been so good three. on the road, Rupper, all year. He's been terrible at home. He's he was he struggling down do the it. stretch though. He was struggling down the stretch though. I know, Man. but I think you want to go with the guy who's got a little more NHL experience, and that's that's Allmark. But I think after this game, you got to shake it up. I mean, even to the fact where like the big story in this game was was early on when Pasta. Pasta hitting Antiranta knocks him out of the game. So we got another goalie situation here. We got third string goalie, this Russian kid, um, who's played like Pieter. What's that? Pieter. Yeah. This guy couldn't get a Kuch- visa. They Kuchikov, said they weren't given. They yeah, weren't given visas. He could barely get a visa to play. We should have. We should we're have. Pat, see, we should have Pat pop back in here and try to say his name. Funny you say <laughs> that. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna see <laughs> Harry Satan <laughs> at some point. I had him wait for you. Is that Elias, oh, his younger brother? Boys. Uh, but before we go any further, I have a special surprise for all of you. Uh, I've kept this one close uh, to the vest. Whoa. I haven't told anybody. It's uh, it's kind of a just a spur of the moment uh, thing here. Ladies and gentlemen, after months of anticipation, the return of Alan Quay Shipley to that song. Oh, 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 nice. oh, my God. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> wow, I didn't uh, know this was happening. AQ has been playing Super Dad all season long, so he hasn't been able to join us uh, because we now go live uh, during his family's dinner time. So he 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 said he told us so he'd make a few minutes for us come playoff time, and here he is. Uh, hey, happy to have you back, brother. Hey, I'm just happy the Penguins got a win because man, the first period they didn't look like that they deserved to be on that ice. 
They were getting bullied, AQ. I mean, I was shit-talking Evgeny Malkin for 104 minutes, and then this guy fucking wins the game. <laughs> Greatest tapping of all time, dude. It was unbelievable. unbelievable. They were getting oh. fucking bullied, Rupper. Hey, I That's thought they were about real. to get run out of the goddamn khaki-filled arena. Was, it was it was bad, though, but like, uh, hey, Q, nice to meet you, buddy. I haven't met you yet, but I've oh, walked you on people. here prior. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, great haircut. Good to meet yeah, you, finally. Great. You know what? I watched I watched prior, and I was like, you know what? I know he's got a great gig going on down there in Tampa, but I'm gonna, I could do my part to maybe people wouldn't notice. You know, we'll yeah, just slide in the chair. I love it. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's funny. It's good. Wait, so what? AQ, what do you think? What do you think about that? <laughs> I saw that now. Would you? It just, it just feels right, guys. It just feels right. Oh, it's good. Fun. It's good. Uh, what'd you think of that that first period though? Like, it's just I don't know. I felt like the Rangers, like the Rangers, aren't a team like that that's going to punch in the mouth. I know they got some guys who can. But that first period, they were just like bang, bang, bang. I think they ran out of gas. I think they gave it too much too early, and they were done after that. I mean, you see the big hit early. You see Ryan Reeves running around like a, like a, like a bull, and with you know what, what's the old term, Pat rolling ball, butcher knives. Is that what it is? Damn right, bull and yeah, Ryan Reeves, was Ryan Reeves out there tunnel, running around. Underground tunnel. Huh? Here's your service. You in the tunnel? This is becoming. I'm hiding from everybody. The kids are everywhere. <laughs> I'm in my gym. My wife's trying to find me. I am. I'm hidden <laughs> for the next 25 minutes, guys. Um, yeah, no. I mean, that, it, that first period had me really worried. I was real worried. I'm sitting there. I'm texting Nick. I'm like, man, these guys don't even belong on the same ice. And it's bad. You know, it was looking real bad. And then old playoff Gensel comes alive, gets a couple. And then Rusty, big game Rusty gets one. Sid looked like he didn't miss a beat. I mean, he's always he's always on top of it come playoff time. But, uh, man, those guys battled. Louis Dominguez. Is that his name? Dominguez? Jesus. Whoa. Big dick Domingue. Domingue. Show him some respect. Just Louis Domingue, bro. What, what are you doing? Louis Domingue comes in after <laughs> after a win. Bring Domingue in. Pat, Pat, Pat's going to correct us uh -huh. on pronunciation of names now. Like holy shit, we got to let him in on what happened yesterday. Hey, no, I, saw, I saw the I saw his old uh, Chuck Pagano impression of. <laughs> yeah, <I listen. laughs> is that what it was? You cannot drop that name on. That now. was so good. That was so good, though. <laughs> I had oh, never I heard it. of that person before in my life, <laughs> and then obviously. I mean, he's going to win a trophy answer. this year. You might want to watch a little more hockey, bud. Listen, I, listen, I don't watch teams, especially teams that have khaki fans. What is is that the most khakis you've ever seen in an entire <laughs> arena? The Rangers fans <laughs> are khakied up. Are they not? I mean, that was rough. Are they like a – they're a snobby, highbrow type crowd? It seemed like that. Oh, no, 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 man. They got some – they got some uh, – they got they've all, got a, they've all got a little numbers. corporate, though, Rupper, compared to what have they used they? to be. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's MSG New York, so you got like a you know yeah there's certain level of I mean you're coming to see the king Hanky like you're gonna you know it's gonna be some high price talent coming up in that place. But then no, they've got the they've got the hardcore blue collar Ranger fans absolutely. All right, they're gonna fix that ice. That ice stinks it's so bad. Hey, but you know what, Nick? We just the other night when you did that poll, the players poll remember that was that was one of them that the players association they voted that said there's top five best eyes in the league that had to be the atmosphere though it yeah had they had to have, they had to have read that question there. wrong yeah. right the place sounded electric last night it sounded electric yeah. those khakis yeah. were a lot 
khakis were loud. I will not say that first period though, AQ, I'm with you. I am obviously blindly loyal to the pens publicly, like very loud, very, very loud. Okay. I put out a tweet. These boys are getting fucking bullied. Right? Like I, it was the first negative thing I've ever publicly said. I think about the pens since I thought they were completely out of it when old Jari got hurt and then the Smith taps himself out. I mean, it, I, we're going to win the series, obviously, and then we're going to get everybody healthy, and then we're going to go on to win Lord Stanley's Cup. But goddamn, that period did not not bode well with my. Coffee. Hey, good news though. I saw Zucker's in a black jersey today. He'll be in a non-contact next game. I, I guarantee okay. he'll be non-contact next game. That'd be big. So if Ricard, if you got Raquel going one way, maybe Zucker comes in. So it could. Oh, uh, Dick Rickles out for a while. You think he's back next game? Isn't he? He he may be. He may be, but. Um, he may not be also. I mean, I mean he, almost, he tried to stand up and almost fell over. There's no way he's back. <laughs> he looked, yeah, he looked like They were talking about him maybe coming back. Hey, what is your concussion protocol? Because they're like, he might. We don't know if he's coming back or not. I was like, he's not. Yeah. Just, I was watching. Like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what their concussion Put him back out there with the Wes Welker helmet on. Yeah, uh, Rupper, Rupper called it a conky the other day. So you can see what. <laughs> you can what? see what's wrong. <laughs> what, you guys don't call it that? That's not a thing? What do you guys call it? I mean, like, a concussion, I think, right? AQ doesn't I believe was, in them. Uh, I don't believe Pat in Gumpy and I call it. <laughs> You're like, I don't call it. I'm in the college community before. I will say this. I will say this. I personally have never experienced the entire concussion protocol, but I do feel like I've seen a lot of people close to me. Maybe the bald-headed stooge that used to host the show is on here now. Obviously get one. Maybe two, maybe three, maybe five. And then I watch that movie Concussion and I go, Hey, bud, like I'm worried about you. And they go, I'm never watching. I don't believe it. It's not fucking real. It's like, you're worried about these guys, but you guys are calling them fucking conkies. Like it's a joke. <laughs> All old Dick Rickle got a conky there in the first, came back in the second oh, yeah. overtime. <laughs> like that's how you guys are talking. They were covering this playoff hockey. Like, he was come back. Gump, they were talking like he was going to come back. We will, we'll, we'll let you know if he's going to come back or not. The, the guy was dead. He's so here, here, here's what it is though. Like I don't know what, what it is. Do you guys got like the pop up tents and stuff on the sidelines, right? Like I, what happens in Reason. what happens inside? Did you guys have spotters? Because the NHL, yeah. like, so that hit with Raquel. Say he got hit, goes down for a couple seconds, like he did. Maybe he pops back up. It's like I'm good. The the spotter's job will be like, no, nah, we got to bring him in. He's got to go yep. to the quiet room, and then they'll kind of evaluate him. So you, you're probably talking to him a minimum of probably 20 minutes that he's going to be gone. Is that recent? Yeah. I mean, no, that, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's, that's the same thing in the standard. NFL, Robert. It's the same thing in the NFL. They got the people up top, yeah. and they see anybody kind of wobbly, or they see anybody that's kind of you, – you know, sometimes you get a guy come back to the huddle, and they're doing like the old two-finger thing, like making sure their buddy's all right, and then boom, they spot him upstairs. and get them out but um i mean there's it happens right it's part of the game you get a little ding you come right back yeah that should have been a five minute major rubber uh what what were your thoughts on the hit on raquel i uh, pat and i talked about a little bit today i was okay with them taking it down to a minor uh but i could see how everyone would want a major and then i could see the other side of it too where people didn't want any call at all what uh, yeah i i uh I think it was actually a great hit. It was it was a really good hit. It was it was here. The problem is is that so this is like the hit that they want to kind of Tom Wilson. Do you remember we talked like there's the rule forty eight, the Matt Cook rule, right? The blind side hit. 
That's the one that everybody knows you can't do blindside hit coming from the other side, weak side of the ice. But now this one is like the new one, and, and they haven't really changed the rule on it. But they're hey, starting. Q, can you mute your phone? <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're starting. They're starting to go this way to it. It's, half, it's echoing off your jam. What's going on over here? Some, I don't know what's going on. There's, there's, there's a little echo going on. It's not your fault. Oh, you're, you're hiding. Right now. I don't even know how to mute this. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's better. I'm sorry about that, but go ahead. No, no, no. So, like, the, the, the thing with the hit, though, is that Raquel already had a guy on him, right? So, in his mind, he sees this guy right on his shoulder. That's the guy to worry about. Uh, so he let his guard down that no, that anybody else is going to come into the, the, the picture there. And, uh, that's, that's one thing with, with that guy, uh, uh, what's his name again? Lingren, Ryan Lingren. He hits like a truck. He's not very big. Minnesota kid hits like a truck. And, uh, he came across and I think that he was just, I think the bigger thing is he didn't see him. He didn't brace himself. So I, yeah, I don't like the results, but I thought it was an awesome hit to be honest with you. There's a big hit that just happened in this Bruins game. Actually, yeah, just started to fight. Dude's out on his feet. Walked off. Who was that? Who was it? Uh, Ling. Ling. Oh, I see it right now. Oh, it's Lindholm. Oh, Lindholm. That's, the, that's their big. That's their big. Uh, oh yeah, he's not. Oh my! Did you see the stick broke in his? Did you see the shaft of the stick broke right here in his hand? He was holding it. Stick broke. It's uh Hampus Lindholm. Thank you. Uh, to Hampus Lindholm is a big. Uh, Trade deadline acquisition. He Svechnikov just laid him out. By the way, exact timing of you talking about this other hit. This is a huge hit, right? He didn't see him coming yeah. either, right? No. But I mean, I that that that's the hard thing, man. That you don't see if you don't see and you don't have your head up, you're going yeah. to get hurt. Like, I don't understand, you know what I mean? Like, there's spots on the ice, and, and Hampus Lindholm's been around the game a long time. He just got caught with his head down there. That's a that's a big hit. This game might get ugly, guys. This is uh, at least the bees are on the board. Yeah, that's ah, true. Who who yeah. got the one? May, I don't know. Maple Leafs fucking scored too. Jeez. Hey, he thought that was a clean hit, though, right? This guy. Who? Uh, this one that we're just seeing now. Yeah, like Andre Svechnikov. Yeah, that's a good hit, man. That was a good. I think it was. Is Dave Jackson was Dave Jackson a good ref? The analyst here. Oh, I don't. I don't remember, man. Honestly, I don't remember. Too many you, conkeys. Too many conkeys. <laughs> hey, I'm late to the party. I, I missed obviously the first half, but did you guys talk about the goalie interference? We talked. Uh, we talked a little about it a little bit. We didn't dig into it. Uh, Rupper kind of basically said that he uh, didn't didn't agree with the call. He thought it should have been a goal. And it, when I tweeted it initially, oh, as it was happening, I thought it was going to stay as a goal. I did not think they were going to overturn it because that's that's like the you you go with the call on the ice if it's inconclusive, right? So I was very surprised that they overturned it. After listening to their reasoning and kind of also listening to the way Hank explained it, I absolutely see why they did. But I was kind of the same way. Like I, I would have understood if they didn't overturn it because Dumoulin did kind of lean into him, forcing him. But I think Kaka was going that way anyways, and I think he was hitting dis or, uh, the Smith. What was Dumo doing out there last night? Dumo Dumo's had a, a tough stretch. Terrible. Jeez. It's fucking handing out goals on silver platters. What did you think, AQ? Well, <laughs> I thought for sure it was going to be a goal, and 
and I mean, I thought they were just going to leave it exactly how you said, like call, call on the ice and, you know, and then when that thing happened, I was like, Hey boys, we got a there chance. We go. New life. We got a New chance life. here, you yeah. know, I'm sitting there freaking out. And then, Oh, still, and, and then Casey, did, Casey, DeSmith, sorry. And then Casey DeSmith so decides to just leave the game. I'm like, we're fucking dead. We are dead. <laughs> we're dead. We got no chance. Is that when Casey got hurt? No, no he played a lot longer after that. Yeah. Yeah, but I wonder Wait. if something happened there. Did you? Mar- Marshawn oh, just baseball. Did you just, did you just see what he did? I don't mean to interrupt you guys, but this oh, – oh, oh, I can't oh, say his oh. name. Kachenkov? Kachenkov? Oh, have a little respect for the fucking guy. I know, I'm out. I the goalie couldn't get a visa. How do you say his name? Couldn't get this guy into the country. Kuznetkov just took this, a fucking. I think it's Kuznetkov. So this guy, this guy came here five seconds ago. He's the third string goaltender, right? So you have uh, uh, Freddie Anderson, who's out coming in the series. Antiranta leaves this game because David Pasternak ran him in the first, and now you got oh, this, this kid awesome. in here. You got this. You got this kid in here. And he's played like three, like one, two, three, somewhere in their NHL games. Brad Marchand comes in, cross-checks him, and then the goalie gets mad, comes out, and Marchand turns around like he's going to baseball him, and then then he gives him a slash across the ribs. So, they, Hey, listen, this you. goalie, though, this goalie, though, you're saying he just had a cup of coffee in the fucking NHL or whatever? He catches a bouncing – hey, catches ahead. that bouncing puck, though, shakes Marchand, yeah. Then goes to bat it out to a defenseman right in Marchand's face, basically. There's a little shit going there. Like, I, I think that dude ain't, like, he, I think this dude's a shit talker here. This I love this goalie. <laughs> hit him in Pittsburgh. Did you see that hit, too? Penalty? Another Huge penalty. Another This game, I'm telling you, there's going to be a brawl at some point by the end of this game. There's another huge hit. This is what happens when Boston fans just realize yeah. that their team stinks. Yeah, yeah they got a chat playing. Playing baseball. What'd you say, Gump? Tampa Bay scored three-one Lightning. Here we go. Hey Q, you never jumped on the uh, Tampa bandwagon. Oh, I just saw the hit. Oh, I was all in. I was all in on the Tampa bandwagon there for a yeah. little bit. These guys, these guys were questioning my loyalty to Pittsburgh there for a minute last year. Because I, I was, I was wearing bolt shirts and coming on cheering for them, filming the parade down Bay Shore. Oh my God, what a hit! Bro, AQ, are you watching these games in his gym, dude? This Boston Carolina game, people are killing each other right now. I'm turning it on right now. That was Charlie McAvoy coming across the middle. Who did he catch there? Bro, there's five people in each penalty box. Two this men is fucking advantage. awesome. Oh, what game playoff hockey is the best? Uh, Carolina Boston oh, right now. It's Carolina one, five on three. Yep. Hey, it's awesome. Here we go. I mean, this is this is gonna, and that's the thing is like, if the Bruins if the Bruins survive this five on three, they might win this fucking game. You gonna live it? You won't live this. I'll uh, Connor live already it. has. Connor already has. <laughs> Connor, Connor was. Connor was. He was. He sent me a message today, and he's like, I put some, some like breakdown thing out, and he's like, pasta, pasta's. Pasta, uh, Pasta's going to get a, a hat trick tonight, isn't he? I'm like, oh, I would expect him to get a couple points. Actually, wait. I don't even know because that was early nope. on. Another goal here by Carolina. I think Aho just got a – was it Aho or Niederreiter? If it's Aho, it's a hat trick. Spoilers, boys. I'm on Jesus. Hulu. It's fucking delayed. Jesus. Oh, there we so, go. so much for that. 
Well, for killing that, Gumps. Yeah. <laughs> this Bruins team stinks, dude. So bad. Wait, hey, what happened? Flaming in, dude. What happened with Pasta on that when he hit uh, Ranta earlier? He tried to uh, avoid he lost foot in. Yeah, it looked like he he was skate trying tried to stop and lost his footing. He oh, just got old, two minutes though. The old toe pick, huh? Yeah, yeah it was five, it and then they took it away. They made it a two. Man, I did not know the Bruins were dead like this. This Carolina team is good, man. This team's here. really good. Hey, there's 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 been some surprises in my eyes this year. Shit, I mean, hey, what you, you know what. You know what, though, if if the Carolina wins this series, the Penguins beat the Rangers. I take my chances with the Guinos against Carolina. Who's Dude, surprised? No, wait, hold on, though. Those two, if those two teams played each other, both of them at this stage would have third and fourth string goalies in. <laughs> Even you know better. what I mean? Even Can you better. imagine? Yeah, but <laughs> Louis Domingue is like a starter on any. Yeah, Louis Domingue. He's not hey. a third string. I Big haven't talked about that. Is that a true statement? Because I mean, obviously. I knew he was in Wilkes-Barre. I mean, I don't know much about him, but is he re- like is he like he once went on a really ten game he once he once went on a ten game winning streak for the uh, like so year. I looked at when his, he gets hot he gets hot I looked yeah. at his career save percentage today and he looks like to me and Rupper I don't know you could probably speak on this it looks like a classic case of he's almost too good to play in the NHL but hey, when he hey, when he's in the yeah he's almost too NHL? good to play in the AA, the AHL but when he's in the NHL oh. he just can't quite put it all together. Uh, yeah, so when he was – he started his career in Arizona for the Yotes, and uh, uh, the, the, scouting report, the scouting report for him was that this guy does not lack confidence. This is one thing. So uh, it, it was uh, – that's great though, right? Like would you want a goalie that's lacking confidence last fucking night? Like that would have been a disaster. The kid came in, he did it, but he can get hot. Like you mentioned, Gumps, like the, he can uh, – down in – when he was playing in Tampa, he had that what was ten game win streak, or whatever. So I think he's fine. He's he's like a good stopgap until you get healthy. He can he can play good hockey here for the next week or two, but eventually you're going to need to get your boys back. Is he? Da- I don't see him as that big of a downgrade from Casey to Smith. No, I no, I don't think it's that that much of a difference. That, um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, how about, about this? Let's play. get him back in the ice. Let's get him for the pens. Yeah, get, get him on the pen. How far is Jari? What happened to Jari? Like, how far is what he happened to Casey? Yeah, can we find I out what happened to Casey in, Smith? I thought Jari, I mean, what happened to Jari? Dude, foot, get back right? on the ice. <laughs> hey, broke his foot chasing his kids around off the ice. Fucking Casey just spent two overtimes and says, Fuck it, I, I'm, I'm done. What happened to him? I don't, I don't think it was a lot of people are saying cramping. There's no way it's cramping because no. if it's cramping. You can come uh, back from that. You come back. So I don't know why. Maybe nah, if it was cramping and you went off, there's no coming back from that. No, you heard what the king said. You heard. You heard what the king said. Yeah, you heard. There's no fucking way I'd come <laughs> off the ice for a cramp. Could you imagine no. a hamstring cramp or a half squat for fucking four hours? That would be terrible. No. Yeah. yeah lay you, down you, on you the pop, ice. You pop a little. What, 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 the little salty Gatorade stuff, and you, yeah. you you get the trainer to pull your toes back, and you're back in the game. <laughs> yeah, take a breather. Take your time, lad. Do the old touch your toes, pull the toes back, and you're all good to go. There's no <laughs> yeah. the trainer time. saying, hey, stay, everybody stay down on the ice for a little bit. Let's buy an extra couple minutes, and you're back in. 
Well, I guess it was happened? it was even crazier too because Deming, uh, I guess in MSG the benches aren't big enough for the backup to sit on the bench, or maybe just because the expanded playoff that they didn't have a room. So Deming was sitting in the tunnel, like where the players come in and out between the periods, and the refs had to go over and tell him like, "Hey, uh, your guys heading out, you're in." And he said like, "I thought they were fucking with me. I thought they were joking." This dude was really- watching the game on TV. You hear me? <laughs> well, he was on the glass. He had some pretty good seats, but they, oh, he was not on the bench. He had no idea what was going on. <laughs> it's nuts, though. It's crazy stories. But, like, that's the part, too. Like, remember? <laughs> oh, Army and I were joking around about it. Colby Armstrong and I were in there last night. And when this happened, we're like, holy shit, can't believe this is happening. We're in, you know, whatever, double overtime. And then I started thinking to myself, like, how cool these stories have been. Like, they're making a movie of that David Akers. Remember the one that uh, was uh, – was that? That was Ayers. in Toronto. Yeah, David Ayers. Ayers. The Zamboni? The Zamboni driver, yeah. The Zamboni driver that came down. He, he was Zamboni driver at the Leafs practice facility, played for Carolina, beat the Leafs, and uh, they're making a movie about this guy now. But anyways, uh, so then this one, like, last week or two weeks ago, great story there. What was that? That was the Ducks and your 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 pesky stars there. And uh, this dude, this dude, I shouldn't be laughing about this, but it's just funny how it plays out. The guy he has can see out of one eye. The guy, like, he's fucking going in there and you can't score. Like, this guy's a Zamboni driver. This guy has one eye. Like, no one can fucking score a goal. He was blind in one eye. That guy against. I never heard that. Who, the replacement goalie that's just on staff? Yeah, the one that. The one that Gumpy's uh, Gumps Texas Stars couldn't fucking score against. He had one. He could see out uh, listen, of one eye. Listen, every team gets what I they call an e bug, an emergency backup goalie that they assign, and it's usually like a guy who works in the video department, maybe a team accountant, someone who played in college or plays recreationally, played some level of uh, skilled organized hockey. How are you picking the guy with one eye to be your organization? Guys got fucking cat-like reflexes. You lose one sense, you gain another. This guy's a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He could smell it. He smells the cup, the pot coming, dude. He's got a crazy smell. (laughs) I love this guy. That's a movie. That's a movie. (laughs) But anyways, the point is, is like, I actually think, I I think that's something crazy. Because it, it, MLB Network, NHL Network, we had a guy who was the e-bug, emergency backup goalie for the New York Islanders. He worked in our edit department, right? So that was his job. There's two of them. They get both split season tickets. They coordinate who's going to go. You go to the game. You park underneath. You leave your, your gear in the car. You go to the game. Try not to have any beers. You can go there watch the game. And chances are 99% of the time, you're never going to get called upon. But sometimes you do. You got to come down and, and do it. But we're in the playoffs, man. This is the playoffs. Can you imagine if an e-bug Gumps got in in the playoffs? Like they would have well, to. What would that, who was right? behind? Who was behind Big Dick Deming last night? Like what? Uh, happened? They brought there? a guy down. They brought From a where? guy down. He was, was, the, he was the guy. He was the guy. I was sending you earlier. He was at Penguins practice today. He's the Rangers e-bug. His name is. Uh, they stole Reed the Rangers Robertson. e-bug. Well, that's how you. It's the, only the one from building, Gump. Yeah, the home building. team provides the e-bug, and that e-bug can go for either team. That's why the the, uh, the Flames guy or whatever beat the Toronto guy. The Zamboni beat the fuck out of his own teammates. Basically, that his family yeah. almost. Uh, what? Who was the Who was the guy the Rangers were going to give us potentially last night? Uh, his name was Reed Robertson. He played for two Manhattan. eyes. 
He has two eyes. Yeah, they both work. Uh, he's six six, so that was promising. Six six. I don't Put think that I ever... guy in fucking net. Can we just get there? Is e it... and sign him. Is it Elias? Is it Ezekiel's brother Elias? <laughs> Good guy. Rup, can you just sign up to be the e-bug for the the Penguins PPG diner, Rup? You know what's funny though? It's like where wherever your your team is though, it's like you get worse candidates. Like if you're if you're in Toronto and you're e-bug, like think of how many former hockey players you have around. Everybody played hockey. You could find a probably a pretty legit goalie. But if you're playing in if you're playing in you know Florida Panthers or if you're out in like Arizona. Thank you. Thank you. Give me a call. I'm ready. This is retirement. That's it, right there. Oh my God! Could you imagine you in a fucking game? AQ? Hey, the problem is I bought a pair of Mars blades, roller blades, (laughs) and I went riding down my street. I gotta find this video on my ring camera. I had to dive into my front yard, or I would have split my fucking head open on the street. (laughs) Did you? Did your calves cramp? I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you, I might. I thought for sure, as good of an athlete as I think I am, oh, that I would be able to skate. I made it six feet and looked like Bambi on ice. That's nice. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. Well, it's great seeing you, E-Bug, for the Coyotes. Uh, boys, thanks for having me on. It's been a great show. Honestly, hey, Pat, appreciate you yeah. joining yeah, us, dude. Thanks Cheers, for brother. On, I'm waking up tomorrow morning early to start working out. You there know, we go. You want, me to ta- you want me to text you make sure you're up? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Send it on over. Thank you. I know you got to bounce in too, but before you get out of here, I got to know you were at, you were mentioned earlier, and we kind of cut you off a little bit. Uh, you mentioned about some surprises. I want to know. I know you've been watching all these playoff games. I want to know what surprised you so far. What's kind of stuck out to you out of all these series? So first thing was Boston getting smoked in Game One. And- Obviously, what's yeah. happening to them already here, they're going to be probably in an 0-2 deficit, right? And so that was probably the, the big one. Then the other one was, every, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to watch nearly as much as I would have liked this year. But, you know, all I keep hearing about is how great Florida is, how great Florida is, how great Florida is. And then, you know, they lose 4-2 to the Capitals, who, you yeah. know, Vetchkin's banged up. Obviously, they're still good. They still got the core nucleus of, you know, what they had when they won it all, right? But um, I know – they don't have the same goalie, right? Like they don't have the same kind of goaltending they've had in years past. But um, I think those are probably the two biggest uh, surprises for me so far. Colorado is obviously not a surprise at all. They're just going to fucking run through that side, it looks like. Jesus. That didn't surprise you at all, even though we knew how good they were. Them coming out and doing what they did that quick, that that fast, that efficient. Five, that five goals in the first period. I mean, it was unbelievable to watch. <laughs> and I'm fortunate. And I'm fortunate, like – you know, you, we talk about this all the time, me being on the West Coast. I mean, this shit's during dinner time for me. I get to watch all this stuff during dinner time. It's beautiful. Stars, stars, flames ended at fucking quarter to two last night. Yeah, see, hey. that's right, right around my bedtime for me. I get to watch it all. You know what? <laughs> that one, that's a tough one, man. Like, you get that goaltending performance. Like, you know what, though, man. Rupper? You, you know what, though, that. Rupper? It's it's positive though because we didn't play oh, yeah, well for two periods. Like I'm Ottinger played well, which is huge, and we played like shit for two periods. Third period, we came alive and had some chances. You lose one nothing. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, 
No, that's true. That's true. You got to feel good about it. But man, like that's one where you got to think your goaltender gave you a performance. Yeah, that you had to take advantage of. But you can also they say also the had other four. Guy. They had four power plays and couldn't get a fucking shot on net. Like, yeah. Were you guys as surprised with Tampa kind of uh, getting smoked in game one as I was? Because I was a little surprised about that as well. They looked fucking yeah, terrible. I saw your tweet, Rupert. I mean, you said they looked drunk, and they did. They like, <laughs> like they looked so. I never seen them play like that ever, ever. So I, it was no, is no, sh- no shock that they're coming back in this one a little more, a little more sobered up and uh, dialed in because they look good tonight. They they look terrible, terrible the other night. Yeah. What is Vasilevsky after a playoff loss? We talked about today on Hammer Down. Gumby. 14, 14 and 0 with a 965 save percentage and like five shutouts. That's absurd. Absolutely insane. Like it, it, inconceivable. That's just in the past two years. That guy, that this guy. This might is, be the best. This might be the best series going. This one. A lot of pace, a lot, a lot no, of speed it, in this one. It'll be, a, yeah, this won't be a good series. That, that Vasilevsky's like, He's built like a tight end, man. Like oh, he's a big dude. He big boy. I did a I did a sit down with him before. His legs, like I don't know. I just like goalies. A lot of times are the gears big. Like we saw Hanky on here. Hanky's Hanky's like as slim as can be. The gears makes him look big. We got guys now with a lot of tall guys, but this dude's this dude's like he's big everywhere like his legs are jacked like goalies look just like skinny you gotta be flexible i don't even know how this guy and he's so athletic like he's a freak freaking he's kind of i mean honestly to just as far as his uh body type and what he can do with his body he's like gronk like he's like gronk and on the ice like he does things that you're not really supposed to do athletically with the build that he has in the position that he plays he's incredible yeah I mean, it's uh, that that team's ridiculous. They've been able to keep that nucleus together for obviously all these years. It'll be interesting to see because I mean, Toronto's obviously got a heck of a squad this year too. Um, they look like they're they're rolling. So this is gonna be. I think that's gonna. Be, yeah, I mean, I think you're right, Gumby. That might be the best series going right now, right? Yeah, they're going on the power play right now. Toronto is Corey Perry. What? Yeah, what Corey Perry continues to do is fucking incredible, dude. The worm. Good to see my guy Pat Maroon throwing fist the other night. Oh, oh, Jesus. I felt bad for uh, Morgan Riley. Ended up on the wrong side of that one. Yeah. No, it's, uh, oh, man. Yeah. He, 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 he fought twice, didn't he, Morgan Riley? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a tough, tough sledding. Tough sledding yeah. there. <laughs> we got Toronto power play. Two. All right, here we go. This is a big kill. And the Oilers bounce back tonight. I I'd have to get. I would bet the farm that the Oilers win this game. They gotta win this. Jonathan game. Quick yeah. looks so good the other night, man. So good. Yeah, yeah. You get a hot goalie, man. Like yeah. And I didn't think about it going into it, Rupper. But uh, after the fact, I kind of looked at it. And I'm like, the Kings. I feel like they match up pretty well with the Oilers because of having Kopitar, because of having Deneau, and being able to play that two-way centerman yeah. role. And then you got Kempe to provide some offense and Iafolo and everything. And I, I, I don't know if the Kings will be able to pull it off in the long run. But uh, hey, they're off to a great start. Here, if they come held a night, then here's the big problem though: is the Kings have four rookie defensemen playing. Yeah. 
in this game tonight, Josh Archibald, which is, is a long story. He, he didn't play all year because he wasn't vaccinated. Then uh, what's that called? Uh, myocarditis. Yeah, myocarditis he has. So he has an exemption now. So now he's able to play. I think he's only played like six games this year or something. And uh, so he's able to play, which is huge because this guy is like a little shit disturber, like gets out there, flies around, finishes hit. You got four rookies on the other team, and Edmonton wanted a note hitter. Like Edmonton wasn't playing physically. You chip the puck in their corner, and you just you put them under some pressure here and see what happens. So I would expect that to happen in this game because you can't feel very good. You weren't able to, to establish a four check, and you got four fucking yeah, rookies on the other team. Like, come on. Rupert, yeah, talk, talk, Rupert, talk a little bit about that. Like, so I know, like in our, in my world, right? Like, you you either get two rookies, right? You either get the rookie that come playoff time, like he's almost like, um, just too smitten to really understand the magnitude of what the playoffs means, right? And then you get the other one that shits down his leg, right? Like, yeah. How do you? How do you? Uh, okay, so like, if you're that coaching staff and you got four like are you just telling them like hey go play your game or are you telling them like keep it simple you tell right like what, what's what's the way to approach that yeah i mean i think it depends on who they're who they're playing with who their partner is right and uh yeah i think it's just about going out there i mean that's that's the crazy thing is like a lot of defensemen in the league to make it in the nhl you have to have you have to have composure and the composure is like when you see guys that hang on to pucks for a long time and it looks like guys are all over them, just giving them wax, following them right on their right on their ass, and they just look like eh. it's like a walk in the park, you know, like it's incredible. And yeah. uh, so, it, but it, you know, you gotta. I, I think the big thing is uh, you, you talk to your your forward. You you tell the boys the, on the back end, do your thing. That's why you got here. Uh, this nothing changes here. Uh, and you tell some of the other guys in the lineup, like, hey, just, just make sure you're you're helping out here. You know, make this transition a little bit, a little bit better, a little bit easier. But, you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think at this point that, that that team, I think it's more so from the other side. Like, I don't know, as soon as I look across or I'm looking on the board, the dry race before, board before the game and I see four rookie defensemen, I'm telling my linemates, I'm like, let's every time we're putting it in the right corner. We're gonna pressure him. We're, this kid's gonna have to make plays tonight, and uh, they're a target. You're gonna you're gonna go at them, and you're gonna try to put them under pressure to see if they can perform or or turn the puck over. Yeah, is it is it the same? Like, I don't know. I mean, like in in you know in the NFL, they always say like you know hey like fourth or fifth game, like hey motherfucker, you ain't a rookie anymore. Like you know what I mean? Like you you had you had your little welcome to the NFL moment for the first three or four weeks. Now it's time to. Now it's time to be a big boy, right? Like, is there something like that in the regular season? Like, hey, 20 games in, like, hey, you're not a rookie anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 probably a little bit different because the, the amount of games played, you know? It, yeah. It, it just uh, – I don't know. I just – yeah, I'd say probably about halfway through a season. So, you know, you're talking 40 games in, yeah. in hockey where I think at that point, if, you, if you're playing half the season with the team, it's like, all right, now – we're not making those mistakes anymore. Like we're not maybe having as long as uh, uh, as long of a leash as we had early on, but yeah. um, Hey, you know, like it's uh, you know how it is, man. It's, it's unforgiving at times. Like it's about just, you know, finding a way to, to, to get it done. And I think the big thing is a rookie is just know what your outs are. Always know what your outs are. You might not know what the right play is. Your reads might not be coming in clear, but I know where my automatic outs are. And when you don't know in hockey, there's nothing wrong with you. you. Just put the puck in your skates, 
and get ready to protect yeah. the puck. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like guys that, uh, that get in trouble is when you're looking for option A, not there. Option B, not there. Oh shit, get rid of it. No, don't get rid of it. Like you know, I'm like keep it to the outside. It's a little like soccer mentality, right? Like. How frustrating! When is it in doubt, when yeah. in doubt, kick it out. Kick it out. Yeah, you come back. Yeah. And that's, that's the most. That's literally gumpy. Why I don't watch soccer? But you gotta like these guys. Just <laughs> you run to a, you run to the ball, and they're just kicking it out of bounds at their own end because they 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 just kick it out of danger. It's a good play, I guess. But that, that that's what you got to do in hockey too. You got to know where you're out. Yeah, you you missed an absolute banger today in the Champions League, my friend. Oh man, my squad. My squad just fucking just gave it away. I told you. I told you to hop on the Liverpool wagon, AQ. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you were you uh were you surprised they went with math again tonight, Rupper? Um I no, I wasn't. Um I, I mean, in my maybe I was a little surprised. I thought they should go back with him. Like you got him to play. Right, like you, yeah. you got him to be an X factor. You're not going to one game him. Um, but the goals that, that happened, I mean, they weren't they weren't like a, his fault. It wasn't like he had a terrible game. The Wild uh, special team stunk. They didn't play well. I think you give him this game, but I, it's tough because down the stretch, how good Flower was, Cam Talbot's numbers were better. Yeah, you know Talbot. I mean? so Talbot really a lot of people. Up. Yeah, a lot of people are calling for Talbot, but this is going to be the deciding game. You need both the dudes. You're going to need them to both run to beat both uh, to beat St. Louis to move on in the playoffs. Give Flower a chance here to get that second game under his belt. If they lose the game, I think even regardless of how Flower plays, you're probably going to come back to Talbot. Some people might be like, "I yeah, sweet spot to put fucking Talbot in down oh two, but yeah. hey, that's what you signed up for. You know, you play that goaltending position." I'm just looking now. Uh, so the second period just ended in Tampa Bay and Toronto. That penalty uh, we mentioned earlier, uh, that that was uh, a Toronto power play, but it was all Tampa Bay. They had like four or five good shorthanded chances there. Yeah. Uh, they killed that off. And then they kind of traded a couple chances to end the period. Now the third period, just starting with Carolina up four to one on the Bs still. Um, uh, Rupper, we talked about this beforehand. I said I thought the Bs could do this. Uh, I thought the Carolina goaltending would have given them issues, but it has proved to really be no issue. Now they're down to their third string here, and uh, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a sweat right now. Carolina really is that deep and that fast. It's it's impressive. Yeah, man, they're a good team. They've got this wave on wave, line after line. Their defense, they play their discipline. I mean, the fact that they – I don't think even the goaltending situation, it, it'll catch up to them when they're playing against, if they don't get healthy at goal, it'll catch up to them when they play against a really good team. Just, I, I don't think Boston's a contender, um, but I, I'm kind of surprised at how they've been. So what did we say before? There was 16 to one. What was game? What was game one score? You remember Boston, Carolina? Uh, it was either five or six to one. Five one, I think. Yeah. Five one. Okay. So it was 20. 21 to 2. Now you got uh, 25 to 3. So over the course of the regular season and now parts of two games, 25 to 3 is the goal differential between these two teams. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you can't hide from those those things, man. You can make as many excuses as you want, but at the end of the day, that's a big fucking difference. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's what we're seeing. Like, they can't play with Carolina. 
Okay, here's here's another follow up on top of that. So if you're Boston and you're going home now, have, have you found? I don't know if you found yourself in this situation or not. Have you ever started a series down, o two? Like when you go back or when you go on the road, are you feeling it? Are you maybe not you personally, but can you tell? Are guys are guys uh, clenching the stick too tight? Are they staying up at night thinking about it, or is it just uh, hey, okay, here we go down down two games, business as usual. Let's get the next one, one game at a time. You know, honestly, I don't know if I've ever been down 0-2. Uh, I've been on the other side. Like we, I've, All the teams I've been on, we've had fast starts to series, and then we've lost series as the series goes on. So when a team's coming back, that was tough. Like, you know, I've been up 3-1, 3-1 in a series twice and lost in seven. Like, it's terrible when you're on the other side. It's like it's 3-1, you lose the 3-2 game. Yeah. All right, we got them. You lose that next one, you're like, holy shit! Like, we can't fucking blow a three-one, you know. And and uh, but so I don't know. I don't know, man. I think that yeah, you try to just put it behind you. Maybe you're trying to grasp it. Any positives you can grab, and you you know that that's the terminology we use in all sports. Boston's in Carolina. These two games, you know what the you know what the you know what the 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 automatic phrase is going to be. All right, that's how it's supposed to be. We got to win games at home now. Like, fuck off. You needed to win one of the first two <laughs> yeah. games. You know what I mean? Oh, that's just how we design. We're not supposed to win those. No, motherfucker, you're supposed to win every game. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hate when they say shit like that, but that's going to be the narrative. It always is. Game two for Florida almost feels like a must win. Oh, it really yeah. does. That's a big one, right? Like, I'm shocked by that series. Okay, so this is – I actually wanted to talk about this earlier, uh, and I'll ask all three of you guys, who's got the most pressure on them now uh, heading into whether it be game two or game three potentially here? Of every team? Yeah, of every team. Who do you think has the most? I Probably Florida. Right, got to be Florida in my eyes. I mean, they won, yeah. the, president, they won the President's Trophy. And you're down 0-1. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but <laughs> – Game two better if go your, your way. game doesn't tr- game doesn't transfer to the playoffs. You know what I mean? You play yeah. that guns blazing style, and it don't. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking quick if things don't go well. I was thinking definitely Florida, and then like sneakily, uh, as we talked about last week, like I'm putting Edmonton. Edmonton. If if Edmonton yeah, goes good down, one too. if they go down, uh, oh two, that's that's a big time problem for that organization. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and they're supposed to win. Like that's yes. his favorite team, right? Like that that would that would be bad. And I, I know I've been beating this drum for a while. I really do think it's something. If Connor loses in the first round to if, if the Oilers lose in the first round yeah. to LA, I'm telling you the wheels are in motion for Connor McDavid to have some tough conversations and wanna put a timetable on it. The, the, the clock has probably already started, but I think he's gonna yeah. set up some some uh parameters with management there like uh i'm gonna be out of here in a fucking second here like maybe like 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 literally if it doesn't if they do that this year i think he probably says to them here's the deal we got one year you do what you do your part i'll do my part but if it doesn't change and we don't have a real direction here i'm out we'll see there there are many many people who thought he should have did that last year yeah can you imagine franchise traded wayne gretzky and lose Connor mcdavid like (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. If I show up next year and fucking Mike Smith is firing pucks down the middle with two minutes left in a playoff game, fucking hey, get my bags ready, boy. What the fuck was that? Jesus, what was that? My head almost exploded watching that. Oh, 
Yeah. Hey, boys, he makes it diving forward save. We'll see hey, you, man. Hey, Q, thanks, thanks for jumping on. Here, we yeah. appreciate it. Hope to see hey. you again soon, brother. I hope to come on soon. I'm, uh, if, we, if I can steal 10, 15 minutes and you guys will have me, I'm in. Absolutely. Good time, boss. Good seeing All you, right, brother. Boy. Enjoy that sun. Uh, shout out to AQ for joining us. I know he's busy. It may not look like it there, but we really appreciate that. He's got he's got a, a another young lad he just had, and he's got two young girls all all in that real young uh, stage where they're running around and they're maniacs. So we appreciate him taking the time to do that. Um, what what else haven't we really talked about? What are the we we didn't dive too much into the Colorado Nashville series because what really is there to say? Um, yeah, there's been a lot of dominance there. Um, boat race. The Capitals. Uh, were you guys surprised by that? I was a little surprised at uh, how the Capitals played and how we well they played. Known. It was like they played almost we a perfect known, game. Man, we yeah, should have known. For, I'm nervous. They've that been Florida there so many. They've been there so many times before, and we just fucking said, nah, Florida will spank them. Like, we should have known better. Well, it was supposed to be. Remember, I mean, Florida had that amazing series with Tampa last year, and I know it was only the first round, but I think everyone thought, okay, that was them getting their their feet wet. That was them learning what this is going to be like. And you thought, okay, they might be a little more prepared for it, but it's also a good point. Like, hey, they kind of cruised the back half of the year. They didn't have the hardest schedule, and and they were out to such a far lead that, they didn't have that adversity. You know what? Yeah, no, I agree with that. They, they were winning games when they weren't necessarily deserving to because they were so talented, right? They scored so many goals. Uh, I think that was the problem at Tampa until they figured it out. Yeah. Um, here, here's why. <laughs> uh, Colby, Army and I, yes, last night, Armstrong, were um, sitting there. And I showed you guys that big screen, right? Like, I'm going to take – I'll take yeah, a video yeah. tomorrow and send it to you. Like, this studio sweet setup. So, watch the triple overtime. Like, I'm not complaining for a second being up late last night. We're sitting there. This screen is like, geez, 25 feet tall. And, you know, it's huge. So, we're sitting there in these chairs in front of it. It's incredible. Every time they show Vitek Vanacek, this dude looks like a Thursday night beer league goalie. Like, how the fuck yeah. are you confident in front of this guy? Like, do you see his in army was saying the same thing? They put him, they put him oh, up there, and, yeah. and army started calling him. He started calling him e-bug. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> we're watching the game," and and Colby's like, "Oh, what a kick by e-bug! Fucking e-bug's looking good. He does. He's got like his none of his gear matches. Like, dude, bro, you've been here for a couple of years and watched it. Like his shit. I love match. that shit. Though. I love up. shit like, like that. He's up like this. He looks like if you go down to any rink in any town you're at. On a Thursday night at <laughs> nine, ten o'clock at night, you'll see a Vitek Vanacek lookalike. Hey, we gotta like, unreal. We gotta get you to get Arm Dog on here. That's hilarious. I know he he's an amazing dude with some so incredible here's, stories. Here's what I was thinking. It, what, so next Wednesday, barring this series, I got I don't even know the games. So we got two tomorrow, three Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. That would be game four, uh, five. Yeah, game five. So it's going to go – well, I guess it technically could not. Um, it, say if it goes five next Wednesday, that's going to be game five Penguins-Rangers. So that will fall under our, our time slot. But we could probably still do something and make it like a hit. I'm going to be with them. So let me see. Like we can both get on. We'll see how that kind of works. And we can – can That would be awesome. A little, little two-headed monster. That guy is hilarious. 
He listens to us. He told uh, we were talking last night. I'm like, Army, we got to get you on at some point. He's like, I'm in for sure, buddy. So uh, yeah, let's do that it. That would be awesome. Hey, you remember VTech had a, had that run? Was it last year or the year before? I want to say last year. And last then he got year, hurt, yeah. like what was it, game one or two? Like he got hurt very early on in the playoffs. It was a groin. Yeah, I don't like, remember, but he was hot. I remember that. Yeah. And then yeah. He, and then like it's been like ever since then he yeah. hasn't really found it he's had a couple flashes of it but it's he hasn't found that consistency and then sam sonoff started out super hot and he kind of cooled off and i think that was the big question mark for washington going in was the goaltending that that though is the frustrating part because because sam sonoff is the first round pick goalie so in that metro in that metro there was sam sonoff sorokin shesterkin and even mackenzie blackwood and then carter hart so five of the teams there all had studs, right? Yep. Shesterkin has clearly separated himself from the pack, but that's Sorokin for the Islanders. He's really good too. Mackenzie really Blackwood yeah. can't stay healthy. We've seen, I mean, I don't know what to make of Carter Hart because his team stinks in front of him, but uh, um, Samsonov has been given an opportunity the last two years. Like They want him to take it and run. He hasn't. Yeah. So I don't know where this team goes. Like Vanacek has been nice. He's been a good serviceable goalie, but he should probably probably be a very good backup. And so I don't know. Like, do you come back next year and give some? Like, I don't know what you do. But that, I think it's that's been a, a real weak call. Yeah. Right. That's like, why I was like, I know that I know the Stars lost, but to see Ottinger save twenty five out of twenty six, he looks shots, awesome, man. I didn't know, you know what I mean. Good. Like that's so that's so big in a in a game like that. You know, like yeah. yeah, Gumpy. It feels like you guys found your guy, and then you got Robo over there. Like it feels like you got some nice young pieces moving forward. We've talked about before. You got the older core, obviously, with Ben and Sagan and and Klingberg. Though he's not old, he's a little bit older. Uh, but you got Miro, like there, Rupe Hintz, who's one of my favorite players in the league. He potted thirty-seven, yeah. I think, this year, thirty-eight, maybe. He's a stud. Like there are some, there's some really young pieces. You got a great mix of like young. The Rupper, Rupper has said it. Older. Rupper has said it a bunch of times, man. When you're paying Ben and Sagan yeah. that much money, they got to be your best players, and they're so far hey. from it right now. But I really, so I really thought. I really ben looked like Calgary. a ghost last night, dude. Ben didn't do fucking anything. I really nothing, thought Calgary was going to put the screws to you guys a little bit more last night, and you held your own. 18 sheets between the two of those guys. Yeah. Like 18 in salary cap world, 18, you better be getting production at least for what 15 should bring you or 14 should bring you. Yeah. Like they're getting the type of production they're getting out of them. It's like, you might be able to get that in eight million, four, six million dollars. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was pleasantly surprised that Sagan had twenty four goals because I, yeah, no, 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 yeah, he's been never. I would have yeah. never thought. I didn't he even had know that many. Rough I didn't know we had it. Yeah, I didn't know we had it. So I think you said it. I'm like, like yeah. holy shit, I didn't know we had that. But, but he's not uh, that guy like to take the pressure off Robo, and he used to, you know, he used to be that. Couple updates, yeah. but like uh, Rajalov, Rajalov looked great last night. That guy's worked his ba- he was working his bag off last yeah. night. Man. He works hard, man. Couple yeah. updates, real quick. Uh, Lindholm officially out uh, for the Bruins for the rest of the game, and uh, Nick Conky. Letty is not playing tonight for St. Louis with an upper body injury. Yeah, and Nick, Nick, Nick Letty, Letty, I feel like was a, a real good pickup at the deadline, kind of helping around out that decor too, coming over from. Uh, or was, he, or was he stuck in Detroit there for a little bit, I think, right? 
Yeah, he, he'll be huge for this team if they can go for a while. So hopefully he'll, he'll be okay and get back in there. But monstrous game here for the Wild. I mean, it's huge. So like you, you, you were you were on the Blues, Rupper. Were you even surprised at how good they looked the other night? Like they 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 that three nothing was generous to the Wild. I thought. Yeah, yeah, no, they uh, the Blues the Blues have really good power play. The Wild penalty kill it's terrible, man. They haven't been doing good. Their special teams have not been good, and that was the difference in that game. You know, I don't. I mean, there was there was some good back and forth. Uh, but it was I mean, David Perron was you got a hat trick. The power play was lighting it up. I mean, they were it was too easy. You can't let special teams be the difference maker like that. Um, so I, I just think that this Blues team is going to be really tough to beat. And Billy Huso looked good. He looked really good. So I don't know. I don't know what to think of. I mean, the Wild have to have this. So we looked at the Penguins, the Penguins Rangers. We talked about it. We talked about it on Pat show like. The Rangers have had the Pens number, okay? If the Pens don't win that game last night, I mean, even what the Pens are feeling after that first period might be like, oh, we're in trouble. But, like, all those teams, the Wild have been dominated by St. Louis. Like, the the way they got beat in that game – it's got to be like, oh, here we go again. Like it's a it's a mental struggle. So you the, you can erase it real quick with a game one win. But if it, if the same story continues, man, like, oof, it's gonna, it can't be a good feeling. Uh, all right, boys, I think it's about time uh, we wrap it up. Any final thoughts here on what we've seen tonight or what we're looking at going forward? Um, it? we've seen some big hits, and they, yep. they and and I honestly don't think they've been dirty. We haven't seen dirty shit. Uh, I agree. The lingering hit was huge. It was good. Tonight in this game, uh, what did we just have? We had the Lindholm hit by Svechnikov. Great hit. Huge hit. And uh, there's a few others in this one. So, I mean, we haven't been seeing dirty stuff. It's been good, hard hockey, man. So, Okay, on that note, real quick before we get out of here, um, I saw a lot of chirping about this between uh, Penguins fans and Rangers fans. Uh, Crosby. Gave uh, Lafreniere a little bit of a whack in front of the net right after the whistle on the ankle, or yeah. not on the ankle, but on the on the shin. And uh, Brian Boyle and Ryan Reeves got tangled up heading to the bench. I'm sure you saw this. And uh, Revo gave Boyle a little bit of whack right on the back of the uh, back of the uh, thigh there, um, not the thigh, but the uh, calf. Yeah, and he kind of. Uh, uh, are you are you feeling those? Do those hurt? I mean, are are we just yeah, they those hurt. Just let, they're, they're letting you know, like, hey, fuck off. Yeah, I mean, you got no pads back there, so it hurts. Um, it, but I mean, yeah, I saw some of the Ranger fans getting upset about I, guys. That probably happened if we had a if we had a category, a statistical category of stuff like that in a game, it'd probably be over fifty in yeah. a game that happened. So I mean. I, this yeah. is this is this is my mission. I think to spread awareness about what is what is dirty and cheap, and what is just a little gamesmanship and a little. Hey, yeah, you, I mean, you don't you don't have to you know they don't have to love it. You can say, oh, there it is, there. But I mean, like hockey's a sport that literally, if you people that's what kind of drives me nuts to some degree people are so tough on the referee and 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 come playoff time and they're like i don't understand if it's if it's in the rule book and it says it this way i want it called literally that way all the time i don't want you to i don't want you to balance this or balance that well like 
the, the game would literally be 30 power plays. Like yeah. you can call one every shift. So which ones it's, you got to take some sort of, you know, uh, you have to make some sort of judgment on it. And so some are going to be there. Some aren't like things are going to be, if it's over egregious. Yeah. You got to call it. But I mean, wax like that in the back of the leg, like, come on. And, and all, every fan base is it bitches and complains every night about things like that. I mean, listen, uh, you very well could have gotten away with one with Ryan Lindgren. Okay. So if Sidney Crosby 200, you guys just say, meh, it's even, you know, <laughs> it's even, we both kind of got away with one. I think that's a better way of looking at it. That's what I, it's, that's kind of my general philosophy. I think we've talked about before where I'm like, stuff's going to happen and there's going to be another opportunity to either uh, retaliate, to do something yourself or to score or to get scored upon or, you know, there, there's a flow to the game, and in that flow, like there, there's always another opportunity to make it right. Like uh, people were so upset about that goal being overturned for the Rangers, but then you go yeah. into it like you were facing a 30-year-old journeyman goaltender in triple overtime. You had 17 shots on him. You blew a two-goal lead. Like there were opportunities. There's other things. Yeah, you, you can't have to overcome. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you can't. I mean. Even to what Gump said, like with Mike Smith, not a great play, not a good time for the play. Not at all. But you can't blame that. I mean, you. How about yeah. the fact that you went down? Wasn't it two nothing? Uh, yeah. Wasn't it two nothing Los Angeles yeah. in that game? How yeah. about that? Yeah. You had to fucking dig out of your own hole. So I mean, you yeah. can't just blame things on one play. There's there's a million plays that add up to a win or a loss. Yeah, got to overcome. Yes, lightning or fucking cooking, lightning or back. Let's go. Is it four now. They have four? Yeah, I fucking hammered the Lightning to win the series when they get one. That's the biggest. Plus, that's one the six, biggest. plus 165. That's the biggest smile I've seen on you, buddy. Look at that. Just glowing. I mean, hey, I, I did the – um, I did the – I thought it was going to – I thought it was pretty easy, if you will. Like the just picking Eastern Conference winners of series and Western Conference winners of series. And the Eastern Conference winners that I picked – Actually, had a pretty good. It's a pretty good pay. So, yeah. um, but I just get to me. I would be like, oh yeah, absolutely. But then when you get in these series, you're like, oh uh, yeah. shit. There's so always one up. that fucks you. There's always the, one that fucks you. I know it's a long series, but after game ones, the four teams I picked to win in the East in advance, three of them lost game one. Like holy shit. Like I know it's game one. You got to win four, but like. Not a great fucking start. Like hockey yeah. stuff, man. Never, it's never tough. makes you comfortable. And I'm assuming probably all three of those teams that lost, you pr- were probably home ice teams. Yeah. So I had, um, I had uh, Tampa, Carolina, Rangers, and Washington, and Florida, 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 yeah, yeah, and Florida. Florida. Yeah. So you know, it's like well, fucking serious right now. Like, so it's <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is a, this is it. I'm like, this is a tap in. This is such a tap in. I'm at like whatever it was, plus seven, seven eighty or something like that. I'm like, this is awesome. This There's is always money. one. There's one yeah. series yeah. every year where no one expects anything that happens that it to happen, and I'm worried that it might be Florida this year. It might. I'm worried yeah. that it's going to be like a Washington, like five to one, or potentially a sweep. Yeah, Bergeron no, just scored four two. Okay, the bees have life. They're not out seven, of it yet. Seven minutes, seven minutes left. Can they the get to the goalkeeper? 
Well, they might have to might have to go back to the go back to the well and run this Kachenkov next game and go to the fourth <laughs> trick. Like, they tried it. It didn't work. That is my promise you know, to all you I'll listeners fucking... out there. Uh, by the next week's episode, we will learn how to say, uh, say and pronounce uh, Carolina's third string goaltender's name. Yeah, I brought that. I brought that upon myself, making fun of Pat for Shosturkin. I got all cocky because I know how to say it, and now I can't say this fucking guy's name. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you to Henrik Lundqvist. Obviously, can't wait to talk to him again, too, and really get in the weeds and dive in to uh, his life and his career. Uh, shout out to Pat and, and AQ for joining us. It's been a long time with no AQ, so it was always good to get him back. And uh, shout out to you boys. Rupper, appreciate the great booking uh, once again. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Uh, let's go enjoy these games and uh, enjoy a hell of a weekend of playoff hockey. And that's hockey talk.